everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Nazis in America. <laughs> oh, it's mm, fun. Na- uh, I'm things American are, Nazis. Things are, things uh, are getting piping hot. Oh, it's just... Up in this joint. Oh, thank goodness. You know, really... <laughs> just felt like for a long time that the Nazis, where were all the Nazis? Yeah, where you know, they go? we heard about them some in yeah. the 80s and yeah. 90s, I remember, but then they, they kind of, they seem to disappear. They kind of went underground for a bit. And now they're back. Oh, they are back, baby, yeah. with a vengeance. Oh, oh. they're not even hiding even their faces. Say that, because I mean, literally. Yeah. So... Yeah, bad. Uh, yeah. We we do not support this uh, in case our position is unclear, and we will be talking further about that <laughs> later the in the show. Second half of the show. Later in the show. Yeah. But before that... Well, I want to make sure that everybody hears uh, the, the story of a um, pastor, Robert Jeffries. Oh. Right? Sure. Um, I think we've talked about that guy. Yeah, he's from Texas. Uh, As they all are. Every, it's, a, it's a little known fact. All pastors are from Texas. Uh, he's also one of uh, President Donald Trump's key evangelical Christian advisors. Well, good. We, he needs those. And he has made sure to go out on record saying, quote, God has given Trump authority to take out Kim Jong-un. Oh, good. Right? Good. That's what we need. Has Is this this lunatic of a president feeling... Like, he really does have gods. Mm, yeah. Let me tell you something about this lunatic of a president. He thinks he has God's authority to do any goddamn thing he wants to Already. do. Already. I it's, know. It, what this guy says doesn't make any difference in that respect. But, but we need these people maybe to be making a, him doubt a little. To be a reeling his, in. Yeah. Uh, like, no, well, you do have God's authority also to not you know, mm. lay waste to yeah a, 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 a small country in in Asia. In Asia, I I do I I think there's a more salient question that uh, Trump doesn't seem to think he has to ask, which is do do you have Congress's authority to do that? Because you need that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the law. Yeah, but God's well, law. But he's got the I was num- going to say God's law trumps Congress, but Trump's law trumps Congress. Mm. Maybe that's why he's called Trump. He's he's he always has the Trump card. He is the Trump card. Oh, he's the Lord's Trump card. The Lord's Trump card. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's out there. And so if you were not at all worried about <laughs> Donald Trump being our president in a time of international crisis in the nuclear is, age, it is uh, also, uh, partly his creation. Yeah, it's it's enti- it's almost entirely of his own making. There was no crisis, like, and then the tweeting the, happened. North Korea is North Korea, and it's it's a fucked up regime. It sucks. It's there. They're, yeah, but they've got a petulant leader who's going to get up there and spout all sorts of anti-American stuff. You don't respond to it, right? Well, because the thing that we know about him. And this was this was true also of Saddam Hussein, though nobody said it, is that like the one thing that they know they could do to ruin the good thing they have going is actually do anything to the United States. Right. 
You don't poke the hornet's nest. You talk shit about the hornet's nest. <laughs> and as long as you can, and you know, and Kim long, yeah. is like, like he, all he has to do is talk shit and everybody in his country believes him and everybody outside of his country knows that he's full of shit and it's right. fine. But then you get a, you know, Donald but, Trump who doesn't understand this arrangement. Right. The game right. is just ignore. Yeah. But Donald Trump's not good at just ignoring. No. He's bad at that game. So he spouted off. Although, you know, you, you, you mentioned this pastor thing. Did you see the thing? You know, he, they, there is a daily, I think it's daily, White House prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. And Betsy DeVos and, goes. And, and Bible study. And, 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 and yeah, uh, Rick Perry goes. All these, all these cabinet uh, members go and whatever. The one person who doesn't go is Donald Trump. Of course not. No, he doesn't want it. He doesn't need Bible study. Listen, he already has the. When Lord you believe on that you're side. one step above God, you don't care about <laughs> Bible study. Yeah. I bet he believes in God just so that he can believe he's one step above. Well, I mean, what hotels and casinos has God ever opened? Right, right. You know, I mean, is God? Have you seen some of the deals that God's worked out? They're terrible. Yeah. They're bad deals. Uh, so. God, God's, you know, mail order beef. <laughs> it didn't, never flew. <laughs> yeah. Didn't happen. No, it didn't work. Didn't happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a few, I got a few things. This one's from here. Oh. Dateline, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh. Beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, something has happened within the Mormon church that has not happened since the, since the late eighties. Let's see, late 80s. 89. And that is uh, that a Mormon general authority, this is one of the highest ups that they got, was not only released from his calling as a general authority, but was excommunicated from the church. Whoa. Wow. And no one is saying why. What did he do? I don't know. They're not even saying... Because the last time this happened, uh, it was a man uh, named George P. Lee, who was uh, of American Indian descent. Oh, yeah. Oh. I can't and he basically this, called Mormon leaders racists. Yeah. Which they were and are. Right. Uh, and then they. Well, and he had this whole thing of how he felt like the Native Americans should be the like natural leaders of the church or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, he had this whole. Con- like this whole uh, idea that was very contradictory to how the church wants the to main, run itself. The main anyway, job yeah. of a Mormon uh, apostle is to toe the party line. Oh, yeah. That is your main job. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> All in line. So Lee was, was excommunicated in 89 uh, for, quote, apostasy and other conduct unbecoming a member of the church. Okay. Apparently, that means calling your leaders out on their own racism. Yeah. Okay. Uh, however, uh, this uh, elder, uh, James J. Hamula, uh, who, who was just excommunicated, uh, nobody knows. Nobody's talking yet. We'll, uh, hope, hopefully, they'll tell us at some point. But yes, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Because they, yeah. because Mormons do not like to admit that there's ever uh, dissension in the ranks. Like when <laughs> once you get into the 
the quorum of the 12 and the quorum of the 70, you're supposed to be gold. Right. Jesus chose chose you for that. So Jesus, And Jesus doesn't make mistakes. God don't make no junk. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. That happened. That's the thing. Hopefully we'll have some updates. Okay. We'll know why the, why, what he done. Okay. What he do. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I've got a story. Oh, good. Also local. Uh, this is actually um, the uh, Salt Lake Tribune, our local newspaper, uh, along with another organization doing a poll to kind of see where Utah lands with the whole Mike Pence rule. Ah. Uh, the the don't ever be in a room alone or take a meeting alone with a woman. That isn't your wife. That isn't your wife. Right. Yeah. Without her being there. Or there being a chaperone. Right. You can take that meeting, but it has to be chaperoned. They don't call that other person a chaperone. They'll come up with some reason for them right. to be there. Right. But Ugh. when you is... have to call a chaperone on yourself, that's admitting that you are a child. And that's that what that rapey. is. Yeah, you're exactly. otherwise rapey. Right. right. I know that I am not capable of self-control. Right. You're Would either... you please come to this meeting with me and make sure I don't rape nobody? Rape or fornicate. Or yeah, or adulter. Or, right, right. Uh, or, uh, yeah, uh, or uh, if she wants it. Right. Make sure I don't fuck her. Right. Because, you know. Because I might. Because if she consents, I definitely am. I'm, I'm going to there, do this it. This will happen. Here's the thing. I'm not even attracted to her. But if I'm in the room with a set of titties. Yeah. And they're okay with me fucking them. I'm going in. Yeah. I can't help myself. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So... Uh, uh, not surprising, I suppose, uh, Utahns, uh, the majority of Utahns, uh, say that, it, they, that they think it's inappropriate for a man, uh, to have a drink or dinner alone with a woman who is not his spouse or vice versa, even sort of in like, uh, for work. Wow. Right. Um, and, uh. It is a smaller number of people who think that having lunch or riding in a car together or having a business meeting is inappropriate, but nonetheless, it's very large numbers, and it's very strange, and yeah. it's very, like you say, childish, it's, and yeah. incredibly immature, and I don't get, like... Like, I actually, I kind of like that Mike Pence said his stupid thing because now <laughs> we're getting to, like, look at, the, look at the country and look at, you know, Utah... And uh, and say, huh? So wait, what this was... is a lingering problem. We we sort of I think we're living in a little little bubble for a minute where we thought that we were a lot further along socially than we really were, but it also helps to explain women's continued struggle in the workplace yeah. for advancement. Yeah, because if you're in a situation where more than half the men right are like really weird and awkward about having meetings with women right then those women aren't going to be having they're not going to be in the mix they're not going to be I mean, having these, the opportunities in the workplace for the right kind of advancement right these men are basically saying i really can't see past a woman being a sexual object right like she may also have other qualities to her but first and foremost like she might be fuckable, and that's 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 all I really know about her. 
<laughs> what's right. the what's the percentage That's... that you said of of men of people of Utahns that agree with this? I don't know that I um, actually mentioned any percentages, but like somewhere around like sixty percent of men and women feel like having like dinner or drink after work that's work related though right um, oh even if it's work related even that, if it's work related it's just not it's okay. inappropriate uh <laughs> and then uh but lunch uh what is it around like 30 percent okay of uh of men and women feel that it's it's inappropriate to have a business lunch with <laughs> one man one woman they're there to discuss lunch, and they're like, and, and this, right. this one is man, one woman is what marriage is. That's not what lunch is. <laughs> but that's like a third. This is completely ridiculous. Yeah, right. That's nonsense. Um, in a lot of ways, these numbers, Utahns are um, apparently not as sort of not as many Utahns think that that's an inappropriate as like the national numbers. Apparently I think the national numbers were like up in the forties. Yeah. Um, as far as like the, the drinks and dinner and that kind of stuff, mm. that one, I think Utahns were actually higher than the national average. It's crazy to me. Um, I, you know, and it does, it does mean that women are being held back be, and they're being held back by men well, but by both men and women having right. draconian be- beliefs about gender relations. But here's what's really interesting. There's, uh, there was actually an accompanying article um, in the Tribune that was uh, looking at um, sort of attitudes at Brigham Young University sure. Business School. Right. Oh, sure. The so most the, feminist of all of the uh, institutions. <laughs> but <laughs> owned by the Mormon Church. <laughs> yes, known for being very conservative. Uh, they... S- the students there in in uh, the classes where these same issues are brought up and discussed, mm. the men by and large are the ones who actually have the problem with oh. the, these scenarios. The, Interesting. When they when the professor was t- like talking to to the women, they're actually more willing to go along with like the lunch scenario. Interesting. Uh, and these are women who are going into business. This poll, of course, is for you know, the population at large. Right. Uh, yeah. But, of course, women studying business want to be able to have a business lunch with men. But the, but also <laughs> not just want to, but see no sort of problem with right. it. Right. 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 Whereas the men were kind of struggling with this whole like, but you know, because Mormon teaching, it's like, you know, just a generation ago, they were very serious about this. Men should never be in, in a room alone with a woman. Thing. Right. Right. I mean, that was a thing. I feel like I you know there's there's a second sort of concomitant message here which is that human beings feel a lot of sexual urges toward each other oh, and yeah. like it what this points out is that religion is just a flat out denial right. of humanity right. of the things that make us human that we're just going to deny them right. we're just going to say no, right to humanity, to being no. a human. The ridiculous sexual thoughts that I've had at work in meetings. Yeah. Sorry, it's just, gonna, just it just pops into your head. Yeah, you're just. I mean, things are just going to be there. Sexuality is a is a as a normal, natural part of being a person. Yeah. yeah. And if you and we just learn to deal with it. Yeah. But there you go. And make sure. I, I think one of the biggest things about sexuality is to be and, and and this takes the the rapiness 
away from, I think, our normal human impulses, mm. right? Which is being honest and unrepressed about your sexuality, right? Yeah. When, when, you, when you know yourself sexually, I think, I don't know. Like, I think that that has, must have a way of, of uh, filtering out a lot of the more sort of impulsive and rapey things. Oh, it's a, yeah. Don't you think? Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm not basing that on anything, but it just seems like if you're healthy about sex, yeah. if you have a healthy attitude and approach personally about sex, right. you're less likely to, you know, try to rape your employee. If Yeah. If your approach <laughs> to sex is one of like, yeah, honor my sexuality, but also like have a healthy understanding of what isn't, isn't appropriate. And, and also if you can't if you can find healthy outlets for your sexuality yes yeah then yeah. you're not gonna have a problem no oh. oh, yeah. it's when you repress it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right that something ugly comes out yeah yeah <laughs> it's true that sounded dirty <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do a sad uh a sad story real quick um mm. I'm just gonna and, and and there's not too much to say about it, but I just it's it's news and I wanted it to be out there that in Bloomington, uh, Minnesota, um, I, I didn't see this pop up on much, um, but yeah, I, there was a basically a bombing of a of a mosque. Did you hear about this? Uh, no. Yeah, a a bomb went off in this mosque. Uh, it, it, this was a, a, about 5 a.m. at the Dar al Farouk Islamic Center in Bloomington, uh, and according to the FBI, um, they you know they're searching for sus- suspects after an explosive device, uh, yeah, detonated, damaging uh, a room, huh. but not causing any injuries. Well, so okay. in fairness, we don't know for sure that this is a hate crime. They could have just been against the building. Maybe that was a bad color. Yeah, uh, like they chose bad paint right color yeah it was decorated horribly this was a congregant this was this was an inside job oh man so uh so yeah that's the thing that's happening here in the united states terrible dan is that they're uh they're definitely uh people still hate the muslims that's that's a thing well you know the more things change the more they stay the same (laughs) just that doesn't make any sense at all (laughs) that is not the kind of statement (laughs) oh man Uh, well dan i feel that that story's done well i I mean i am gonna say i am gonna say that uh we don't know we 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 don't have uh anyone in custody for this but i I, it's we it should be noted that this uh mosque primarily serves the area's uh somali community oh so there could also, I mean, it's just bullshit. It could also be a racist thing. It doesn't have to just be uh, an anti-Muslim thing. Yeah. It's got all. The, it's got all the things. Uh, Somali is the most likely uh, large number of refugees. Yeah, so it could be an anti-refugee thing. It could be. It could. You know, in Trump's America, and, and once you kind of divide all these things out, yeah, it's still just as bad. It's never if not it's, worse. It's not okay, and it gets not okayer the more you think about it. <laughs> Don't bomb things. That's one of today's lessons. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good lesson. That's a good lesson. That's one to take home, folks. Yep. Uh, so, Dan. Yeah. Uh, do you like stories about Bigfoot? 
Uh, who we doesn't? We haven't really talked a lot about Bigfoot. But it, interestingly enough, we've we've talked recently about people's need to like believe in like UFOs and just sure. shit. Sure. What have you. Uh, so apparently there's this group in North Carolina called Bigfoot 911. <laughs> and they will take your calls. Oh, uh, if you have a Sasquatch sighting. Oh, and okay. They started getting a lot of calls, apparently. Or uh, actually, no, they were out investigating and doing some uh, videoing. Oh, yeah. Maybe after some calls. Sure. Uh, because there had been a very definite Sasquatch sighting. Ooh. In the woods, in uh, in the area. Well. Turns out that Gawain McGregor, who's a, a, a shaman of sorts, oh. was out in the woods, <laughs> adorned in raccoon fur. Oh yeah, as you do uh, uh, when you forming when you're shamaning a ritual for Sasquatch. Oh, right. But, but he himself was mistook. No, was taken. No, yeah. So for, mistook, for the beast. Yeah, yeah they mis- mistook him as the beast <laughs> because that is what he looked like out in the woods. He looks like an Ewok in that yeah. picture. Uh, so he says, as a pr- practitioner of Incaduism, the foremost Incadinkadu Incaduism, which is part of Incadu, right? Uh, the foremost sacra- sacrament I practice is the wearing of hair-covered animal skins and wandering in the forest. <laughs> the same way Gilgamesh honored him thousands of years ago. <laughs> While this may seem unusual, the practice actually dates back to long before Gilgamesh. As images of shaman dressed as animals appear as far back as the Neolithic paintings in France's blah 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 cave. Even today, there are hundreds of shamanistic traditions around the world that involve dressing in a similar way to join this ancient lineage and to honor Enkidu. I sewed animal hides together, <laughs> fabricating my own ritual garments. Okay. So, well, I mean, I don't, I'm not surprised to learn that there have been crazy people throughout the ages. <laughs> it doesn't strike me as being that odd that like, at every time in history, somebody's found fur and been like, "I'm gonna go into the. I'm a. I'm a critter now. I'm going into the forest." I wonder how many of them write a prayer to Sasquatch. <laughs> well, hear me, O Sasquatch, children <laughs> of Inkadu, in your great mercy, may they walk forever before the guiding before me, guiding me through the forest and guarding me from every danger that may come. Inkadu. What is Inkadu? <laughs> I love it so much. Now I have to like. I'm gonna have to go down some internet rabbit hole yeah, about you, Inkadu. You probably don't want to. Anyway, he says he basically uh, he ends up apologizing, saying I'm sorry, you know, for uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not like trying to cause a hoax. It was legitimately me. I want everybody at, at, at Bigfoot nine one one to know <laughs> that that. This that I that they didn't actually find a Sasquatch. He's lucky he didn't get shot. Yeah, you no kidding? You walk around in certain forests in this country wearing all fur. Somebody's gonna shoot you. Well, I done saw, shot me a Sasquatch. He definitely doesn't look like an animal that anybody knows. 
Yeah. Like, it, like, look at that. It's just this blob of fur. He's just, just wandering through the woods. <laughs> and he doesn't. Even, he doesn't look like Chewbacca. He doesn't look. He doesn't really look like an Ewok. You said he looks like an Ewok. Not really. Well, he's, fine. He's too tall, and he doesn't have those little tooth. Che- you know. I yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 necklaces. Necklaces. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, Sam Squanch. <laughs> he's. he's gonna... I just love it. But like. I love that it, this would cause like a big stir. Like people are calling and freaking out. Oh my god! And uh, I don't yeah. want him to get shot, but I would love it if he if they tranked him. If they just went, <laughs> if they were like already just and they see him, they took him down. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ow! What the f- Inca? T- <laughs> uh. Inca don't is 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 what he would yell. That hurt, Dan. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll move on. Hey, you know how I was talking earlier about LDS Mormon general authorities? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm reporting now on. Uh, there's a. There was a new document leaked by Mormon Leaks. This is the website that has set itself up so that people yeah. inside the Mormon Church, yeah, can leak stuff out to them. Absolutely. Uh, and they got a new one. Okay. This didn't sound like a big deal at first to me. Uh, it's just the Utah Layton Priesthood Leadership Conference, uh, which Layton is just a small sort of town in, okay. in Utah. And yeah. Not, there's not much there. But this was attended by uh, two members of the uh, the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. So that's who the Quorum of the Twelve? Those are big deal guys. And then two I mean, two members of the Quorum of the Seventy. And this, the, this meeting's a huge fucking deal. It it's a, the the yeah having having the, having you those get one member of the quorum of the twelve, and it's a big fucking and deal. it's a big deal. So uh-huh. anyway, uh, they've leaked the uh, the minutes of this meeting, uh, which you know the 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 these uh, general authorities give some talks, and then it turns to a Q and A period. So this is for priesthood leadership. On the lo- more local level, right. asking questions of the higher-ups. Okay. The most important of the importance. Okay. Uh, and I liked some of the questions and answers that we got, uh, <laughs> including a uh, question, when helping individuals who are struggling with pornography, what aspects of that help can we delegate to others? That's an interesting one. First of all, if you're struggling with pornography, get better Wi-Fi. And then you, you won't have to struggle. It'll just come right to you. Stop buffering. Yeah. You know. It'll just, boom. It's just right there. <laughs> we live in an age when pornography is easy uh, to get. You don't have to struggle. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought I, the, the answer wasn't as interesting, but I loved the question. Uh, how can a bishop help counsel a couple whose husband is entering a realm of agnosticism. Oh. You guys, it's about us. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so, what, Elder L. Tom Perry of uh, the Quorum of the Twelve. L. Tom. F- uh, fielded the question. That is a real challenge. And thank goodness you are a judge in Israel. Do you hear how these people talk? So oh, my dumb. God. So dumb. Quote, uh, this is the most insidious thing that could ever happen. <laughs> the most. The most insidious thing wow. that could ever happen. Okay. Uh, you know, rape is bad. 
but a husband falling into agnosticism that's as that's as bad as it gets <clears throat> we don't like rape but really agnosticism is the real problem uh divorce he says never solves anything uh i beg to differ with you elder perry uh divorce solves a whole list of problems well for one you're not married anymore right right indeed so solve that problem if you don't want to be married anymore that's the best solution <laughs> i would think to that uh divorce never solves anything he says uh do anything you can to save a marriage hopefully someone in the quorum can step in and help rescue rescue this is one great reason we need to build the quorums. An elders quorum president and a whole quorum. Now, an elders quorum president would be on a local parish level. It's just all the men over 19. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, yeah. Get the quorum to make contact with him. He needs to know the full consequences of divorce, supporting his family. Like, they're assuming that it's, it's, it's funny. Agnosticism in one partner means divorce. Yeah, because Just automatically. I mean, we've heard plenty of stories where one partner starts questioning, shares yeah. their questions well, with the other, and then they both go. Right. That's where. He, I mean, that's the angle. That's what that's he's what worried he about. Be really worried about. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. both are going right? He's like, don't let him divorce. But if she's going to divorce him quick, is probably. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Explain the evils of divorce and how they can... He just focuses in on the divorce. Uh, here's another good one. How do you help a young man or young woman who comes in and says, I think I'm gay? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Elder Perry has what may be the most brilliant advice for this oh, on the planet. Yeah. See if you can spot what I spotted in this. Uh, the problem that I, that I think might be a problem. In what he says okay uh it's subtle so so pay attention <laughs> okay he elder perry says give them association with manly things strong men that represent the ideal relation of relationships a man who is vigorous and knows the power he holds two problems okay <laughs> one what a fucking turn on you know for the young doy right and then two what about the lesbians he completely ignores the lesbians. Well, of course, because gay women are not a problem. Gay men are a problem. But the question included uh -huh. yeah. young men or women. Right. Well, I that is a valid point, but I think you buried the lead on this one. I think the real problem is that the cure for a young gay man is not to show him a bunch of hot st studly guys. <laughs> I don't I think... Bury the lead? I don't, I don't feel like that's the way to cure... Yeah, a, a young man on. of homosexuality. Total fucking turn on. Your his description. <laughs> read the description again. Yeah, exactly. The, I, I was feeling a little flummoxed, a little. Whew. You got a little hot under the collar, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, hang on, hang on. No, read it again. Bon read it again, Dan. Uh, okay. Strong men that represent the ideal of relationships. Oh, a yeah. man who is vigorous and oh, knows yeah. the power he holds. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That is exactly <laughs> it. Oh, right my God. Yeah. You're going to, you are creating gays as you like, speak. He, yeah, he turned a few of the men in the, in the room gay. <laughs> one of them, yeah, at least one guy in the room. Like recrossed his legs yeah. at that moment. I'm out of here. Yeah, check him out. <laughs> I. Yeah, that's really funny. 
Uh, Elder Clark, who is a, a Don R. Clark of the Quorum of the Seventy. By the way, if you don't have a letter, Don R. You're not a real general authority of the church. We should start using our letters, Dan. I've got two middle names. Even better. But how fancy does that sound? Dan H. M. Beecher. Yeah. Elder Daniel H. M. Beecher. Yeah. Yeah. Now you Frank guys... H. Feldman. We both have H's. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Elder Clark uh, had had another thing to say, if I can find it, he, about the gays. He said, and this is actually this is actually the more uh, LDS church, like if if the LDS church were going to a- approve a line of reasoning for like public consumption, this is closer to it, okay. which is teach them the importance of remaining worthy. If they are worthy, they are acceptable before God and they should be acceptable before you. Translation, they can be gay, right? they just can't bumhole each other. Oh, it's okay to be gay in, Mormon, in Mormonism as long as you are... Then uh, it's not okay to be gay. Shh. Quiet, you. <laughs> it's okay to be gay, you just can't act on it. You have to be celibate for your whole life or, or screw ladies. I don't quite see the point. No. To be honest. It's the the point is to remain Mormon, which is uh, self torture, and you oh, yeah. should seek uh, help. Yeah, no, that point I don't like. Nope, it's not a good point. So, no, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything that you'd like to add to this discussion, and I'll bet you do, why don't you send it into us? Podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. It's delightful when you do that. Uh, Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. We do. That's what we do. Eventually. Oh, Dan. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> hey, do you... I'm sorry. I'm still just laughing from what we were just talking about. But yes. No, well, no, we're, we're moving on. Oh, moving on. We have fun. <laughs> uh, hey, Brian Fisher. Yeah. Uh, Hateful man. Uh, he's, uh, he's a guy that, that we play sound bites from sometimes, and he has some stuff to say about the gay folk. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. We love it when they... I'm sure it's something new. Oh, yeah. That I just don't know about that myself. We've, that we've never heard before from a right-wing uh, uh, Christian type. He brought you this story back when he got suspended. He got in trouble because he wrote a book that expresses our view, a biblical view, of sexuality. He wrote it for a men's Bible study in his own church. Uh, and he called homosexuality what it is, a sexual perversion, something that is unclean according to the Scripture. He self-published this book. Uh, he gave it to some friends. He even gave it to some of the friends in the fire department. Well, when the word got uh, a, a, an openly gay, and this is one of the reasons why, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I believe being a homosexual, being an active homosexual should disqualify you from public office because it's a form of sexual perversion. And remember, we're going to have to choose between the gay agenda and Christianity. We can't have both. It's going to have to be one or the other. Here's a case in point. An active homosexual gets a copy of the book on the city council. We've got to do something about this. And he 
goes on a campaign, on a crusade to get this fire chief fired, and he pulled it off. He was fired. He was put on suspension for 30 days, forced to go to re-education camp. I don't know if he did that or not. But the day that his suspension was supposed to be lifted and he was supposed to be freed to go back to work, the mayor fired him. And this is what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. When I talk about the fact that the homosexual agenda is the single greatest threat to Christianity, to Christian liberty, to religious liberty, and to the First Amendment. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, the homosexual agenda is not just a threat to religious liberty. It is a threat to the entire First Amendment. You're a threat to the First Amendment, That's sir. a That's some jaunty music you got going <laughs> towards <laughs> the end there. That was fun. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, first of all, he has he's, he clearly has a problem with active homosexuals. So I feel like a, a lethargic gay person he's totally fine <laughs> with. <laughs> the most sedentary lifestyle. Just... Couch potato gays yeah. are good. Yeah. It's just these, it's the, and let's, I, let's I admit it. If you've been in a gym in the yeah. United States anytime recently, you know, the gays are active. The no, active homosexuals no, are no, out no, there. No, 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 no. Let's not overly <laughs> stereotype the whole community here. I know plenty of couch potato gays. That's true. They are there. They are, they exist. That's true. They're not all gym rats. No, they're just, you don't notice them as much. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You don't notice you, them you as don't, much. You don't notice their, you know, gym bodies and their whatnot. Bulging biceps <laughs> and rippling yeah. abs. It's just, you know, you don't. It's just a guy. <laughs> oh, boy. It's the, it, it is a tragedy when the First Amendment uh, doesn't allow you to distribute hate speech. I know. In a government job. I know. I know. <sighs> Just the worst. It's terrible. Um, also, uh, perverts aren't allowed to be in public <laughs> office. <laughs> I just want to go to that one. Because, like, I, I, I do, of course, uh, have to point out that I don't agree with his assertion that, <laughs> that homosexuality is a perversion. Right. But the statement sexual perverts are not fit for public office oh yeah boy that's basically anybody who's ever been in public office well, in this country i think i i would love to ask him because yes if you're saying that homosexuality disqualifies you from oh sorry active homosexuality disqualifies you from holding public off, office what part of it does that because <laughs> okay they do an act that you find icky poo right what what in that act make disqualifies them from from public office? I mean, there are lots of people who do stuff that I find distasteful, right? But I wouldn't say that it disqualifies. You know, they're the the hanging from hooks people. Ooh, right. Oh, that's kind of rough. I yeah. don't get it. The, right, the ones who have piercings and whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they like put a bunch of hooks through their back and then they and their arms and legs they and dangle they or whatever dangle on a hook and apparently. For them, they really get off right and, from that, right? And and I don't understand that at I all. I don't either. But but what about that would disqualify them from holding public I, office? If I found that out about our current mayor, I wouldn't. It's not an image we want in our heads. That's not why I would choose to not like her. Right. There's, I have other there's reasons. Plenty of reasons, <laughs> plenty of reasons not, not to be to a like huge her. fan of her. But that's not one of them, <laughs> nor is the fact that she likes women instead of men. Absolutely not. That's not 
that's not an issue. What does anyone's sex life have to do with their ability to enact laws in our country? I don't like her because of her general incompetence. Well, there's that. (laughs) I mean, if that's going to disqualify a person from public office, who are we going to elect? Oh, anyway, we had some folks write into the show. Uh, Let's see what they had to say, shall we? Alan wrote in to say, so I'm in church today. Alan's a churchgoer. I, yes, this this threw me for a loop. We had a churchgoer write into us. So I'm in church today listening to to a Sunday school lesson on baptisms for the dead. This is a Mormon, by the way. I'm just, I'm going to interrupt and And say. The time that this came in. Yes, I believe it. He was in church. He was in church. Yeah. He was on his phone sending us this email. (laughs) So I'm in church today listening to a Sunday school lesson lesson on baptisms for the dead and thinking about how it is true uh, about how we are such an ancestor cult. I hear everyone talking about how logical it is that we have to baptize everyone. But in my mind, even if we accept the existence of God and Jesus, they wouldn't punish people for eternity because they... Uh, they are a Mormon because they or a Mormon didn't baptize them. It made sense to me 10 years ago, though, just, and it just gets more queer as I drift further away. Thanks for the cast. Thank, keep up the good work. Fantastic, Alan. Well, yeah, Alan, uh, let us know how that goes. I, I, yeah. I, I, I love the idea. I love that we have believers that listen to our show. Yeah. And, and they're no, welcome it's... to do so and, you know. I I love feedback from them too. Yeah. Um D- Alan, you might be on the path to uh to a darker slash lighter world, depending on who you believe. <laughs> anyway But it um, sounds like Alan's on a good path. Though, we'll, so. We we will welcome you with open arms if you decide to come into our community. And if yeah. you don't, we'll also kind of welcome you with open arms. We're yeah, not we're, I like that he's just thinking about yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh great. Uh we have uh, a Two more emails, one of neither of which was signed. Um, so I'm not going to say a name for either of them. Okay. First one says, Dear Frank and Dan, thanks much for retra- retracing your steps and fortifying your research on the Israel boycott question. You'll recall that two weeks ago we talked about it, mm-hmm. and then last week we sort of uh, refined our approach to it. Perfect. Uh, your thorough discussion is a testament to your overall commitment to reason and evidence over political histrionics. Uh, In fairness, I agree with Dan's point regarding an oversized Israeli standing relative to the U.S. government. As I have just finished reading the memoir of an Israeli Israeli ambassador ambassador to the U.S. during the Obama administration titled Ally, I have to admit that even as an American Jew, I was surprised at times by the seemingly continuous high-level access Michael Oren enjoyed both to President Obama and others in the administration. Hmm. I also have to commend you both for your observation of the insincerity of the evangelical fetishizing of Jews. As a Jew who traveled in evangelical circles for years, I can attest to Frank's newfound favorite word being apt in describing the church's sloppy love for Israel. Hmm. Shalom to you both. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. There's, Thank you for those evangelicals. The c- they love the Jews right up until they need to, uh, to take that Jerusalem back. Oh, yeah. Then, uh. It's like, why the fuck are they still here? Then shush, BB. We need it now. <laughs> That's for us. Yeah. Uh, and and finally, Dan. This one's directed at me, apparently. Oh. Uh, this this is related to our discussion of whether or not there be uh, life on other 
planets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, or elsewhere in the universe. Okay. Uh, and you'll recall that I said that since we have no direct evidence of that, it might be it would be weird to establish a belief yes. uh, in such a thing. That's yes. Uh, you you disagreed. I yes, I did. Uh, Dan, I understand you saying that there is no direct evidence for life outside Earth, but science is not a yes/no, black-white uh, is not a yes/no or black-white like you seem to be postulating. There is also no direct evidence for wormholes. There used to be no evidence for the Higgs particle, but probabilistically, you would write a word that was that hard to say. Uh, <laughs> we can assert that something does exist/slash happen based on our observations. So, being that there have that we have a good idea of the scale of the universe and what it takes for life to exist on this planet, we can reasonably assert that there is indeed life elsewhere in the universe due to a statistical likelihood. This does not mean a UFO landed in your backyard. It's just making an assertion based on an observation. You don't have to have direct evidence for something to be uh, considered science. String theory is another good example of something that does not... that is not directly measurable, but can be mathematically asserted. You can also mathematically assert that if there is life, uh, they would realistically not even know of our existence since the light from our planet and radio waves haven't come anywhere near even the closest galaxy. So to, uh, so to an outside observer far enough away, Earth is uninhabited or may not exist at all. Fair enough. Uh, you know that's a that's a fair point. That not all uh, not all belief has to be based on direct evidence, and that 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 sort of probability mm -hmm. is is a thing. Yeah, I, I I like it when people write in and and say something much more clearly and eloquently than than I was able to. Than either of us have ever been. <laughs> it's, it's nice when someone <laughs> someone makes our points for us much better than we were doing. Will you guys just all do that? Just write into us and tell us what the, what the heck are we talking about? We don't know. <laughs> anyway, thanks, you guys, for writing into us. Do we have any new donors? Anybody oh, we need to yes, thank? Yes, we do, Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this, but we are largely funded. We are funded mostly by uh, generous donations of you, our listeners. Yeah. Uh, people go to our Patreon account and decide how much they want to donate per episode and then and then and then they do that generously so so who do we have to thank to this week well we have count them one two three four new faithful listeners oh we have jesse thank you jesse michael thank you taru thank you very much and bart oh you thank guys you to all of you thanks so much and then we have two new uh, venerable oh, listeners. That we, and how we venerate you. Ooh, indeed. Uh, we have Leslie and Sky Wrangler. <laughs> you really didn't want to say that. Well, it's part of a, a full oh, business. Of a name, whole thing. Of a okay. whole thing. Well, and we always just say the first name. So right. I'm just going to say Sky Wrangler. Well, thank you, so guys, thank you guys so much. Yeah. I've, how we venerate. <laughs> uh, you are... Uh, you... You lovelies are the winds beneath our wings. And, Absolutely. And, and who's our Lord and Savior? Well, we still have two. James and James. James and James. as our top dollar donors. Well, uh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to be a, 
uh, um, count yourself a member of the ranks of these uh, sainted people. Yeah. You may do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the Patreon uh, tab there on the right-hand side of the page. Absolutely. And, uh, and you may become... And, 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 uh, how, join, how, join the ranks. How we will love you. Yeah. In the name of James and of James, amen. Amen. Dan. Oh, Frank. Uh, so, uh, you can't, no, nobody, well, I won't even, I won't even make a, I was going to make a Nazi joke. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to make a Nazi joke. We're, we'll make plenty of Nazi We're jokes. about to make a bunch of Nazi jokes is what's about me. to happen. The Nazis are coming, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> One if by land, two if by sea. Uh, yeah, here's what's happened in these United States, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you well know, uh, and a new lens has been shown uh, on on our country. Yeah, uh, we we have you know for a minute there all of the uh, the the overt racists seemed to have been successfully marginalized. Yeah. Um. Well, they're back. They yeah. they're scurrying out from under the rocks uh, that we that we sent them into. Yeah. Uh, the dark places that we as a society had tried to relegate them to. I know. And it turns out they all have hipster haircuts. They are <laughs> fancy these days. <laughs> have you, have not, you noticed this, though? They're not shaving their heads anymore. They're no. Just, they're just doing that nice... They're uh, doing the high and tight. Yeah. They're the <laughs> long... Like, shaved on the sides. It it works so well. Pushed over. Oh, my God. It's nice. So what we're what we're getting at? I mean, you guys know this. We we there was a, a thing that happened uh, this weekend uh, in Charlottesville, Virginia. There mm-hmm. was a a terror a, a big rally mm-hmm. of uh, alt right white supremacist white nationalist whatever you want to call them Nazis. 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 They were Nazis. Yeah. Uh, and the evidence of that is that there was a there were swastikas everywhere. There was a preponderance of Nazism. Uh, they were holding up their hands in the Zeke Heil thing. Right. Um, they had this. They had this rally. Um, they had protest signs with messages like, "The Jewish media is going down," and we support President Donald Trump. Those should not be at the same rally. We support our president, and also, fuck to the Jews. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that is a big problem. And of course, our president. Did not disavow. Well, he loves. He likes anybody who likes him. He, it's, like it's his favorite quality in another human right. being. Yeah, kissing his ass is like the best thing. The best thing any, anyone can do. It gets you somewhere. Uh, you know? So he. So yeah. So when he came out to denounce it, he denounced the violence on all sides. Oh my god! He de- denounced uh, that there was. You know. He basically made both sides of of this equation equivalent. Yeah. And uh, equally culpable. Which they're not. No. Uh you cannot you cannot claim that Nazism is equivalent to anti-Nazism. <laughs> uh one is just sort of empirically bad <laughs> and the other we fought a whole war on this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. When 
Utah Senator Orrin Hatch, he's already half fossilized. The man is encased yeah. partly in rock. Yeah. Uh, when that man is on the right side of something and our president is on the wrong side of that something, you know something's gone horribly askew. <laughs> but he tweeted a thing, and Orrin Hatch tweeted a thing that basically said, my brother did not fight in World War II against Nazis yeah. for, a pres- for, for, for our country to be now accepting of these people. Yeah. These, these fine patriots who... The fact that we have a senator... Who has a had a brother who fought in World War II? <laughs> right, I think is also a problem. Yeah, but that will save that discussion for another. He day. is four hundred years old. <laughs> he, uh, there is somewhere there is a portrait of him that is that looks even that, older. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess it looks even worse. I guess that's a looks thing. I don't know. The man's a the man is a million years old. Um, I want to know when uh, these Nazis. Mm. Uh, because surely they've watched, you know, Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> um, what, what is their take on, like, what's their reading of, of those movies? The Ark of the Covenant? Yeah. Are they rooting? Are they just like, damn that Indy? He's keeping the oh. Ark of the Covenant from their rightful owners, <laughs> Hitler and his band of merry men. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I do I, it, w- it is interesting to me, like, do these guys, they, do they venerate Hitler? They must. I, yes. They have his haircut. Oh, my God. And all of his minions' haircut. And, of course. Like that picture that I showed you earlier and said, oh, uh, well, the, the guy had sort of the hipster haircut they're all sporting now, right? But he also had a fucking Hitler mustache. Yeah. Right? Well. Yes. As I pointed out to you then. Hitler. As I pointed out to you then, he could be a Chaplin fan. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We need to be careful about these things. Um, All right. Let's here, get... Let's, do here's, we need to have a moment of serious again? Well, here's because where I wanted to go with this conversation. This, this thing is a tragedy. This thing is a tragedy. And there was... And, and, well, and even without any violence, this would have been... It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting that this is going on. Yeah. And... But I, you know, I will say this. I am a little bit grateful that uh, space was made for these people to come out of the woodwork because they were clearly there. They yeah. already believed this shit. Yeah. Um, and and so like the fact that we can that they're now this visible means that we we can work on the problem a lot more because we all needs- we can all finally agree that there is a massive continuing race problem in this country in america absolutely. race racism problem and if you're country. and if you if if you don't agree with that you are just fooling yourself yeah it is clear now yeah. uh and you know the fact that one of these guys drove his car into a crowd of of anti-nazi protesters uh only serves to solidify that fact yeah um did you watch any of the video oh no i'm not gonna watch that i watched a minute of it Oh, 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 just of, of the, the rally? Car. No. Of the, of car? the car? There's video of the car? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the pictures were already bad enough. Yeah. Um, because people got pictures of people. Mid, I mean, people were in the air. Yeah. Like and, five feet in the air. Yeah. And it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. The video is, what, what's amazing is 
the the guy with the the, the camera phone um like as like immediately after it happens and the car is starting to back up and pull out mm. he's like no like people still hadn't figured it out and he yells out that nazi just drove that's a like he's identifying the guy immediately as a nazi yeah and i was just like i was really fucking taken aback by that that like like that was the situation it's on the tip of his tongue yeah and well they were he knew exactly who, they were counter protesting a nazi rally no, i know but like that that's the world that we live in yeah that it's just like, oh, that Nazi just drove into this crowd of people. Yeah. What the fuck? It's not good. Uh, here's, here's where I wanted to take this discussion. Because we could talk about the fact that this is largely a Christian movement. Mm. Or rather, it's a movement of Christians. Whether it... I mean, I know that... You mean just I, sort of the, the racist movement? The, yes. And, these, these people... Uh-huh associate their racist beliefs with their christianity right this is a this is this is a thing that they link yes uh but that's not i'm what i was what i find more interesting is to discuss where these impulses really come from because Mm -hmm. you know it's just as easy you have when you read the bible you have to ignore a bunch of it if you want to believe any of it because everything is contradicted right somewhere in that bible so you can choose to believe that that Bible is about loving everybody and then ignore the racism that's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to believe the racism and ignore the Jesus said love everyone part. But you have to ignore one or, one or the other. So what is it, what is it that brings people? I, so I feel like there's, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm no psychologist. I don't know what draws people to this, but I feel like there's this sense it's this interesting tribalism mm. that people glom onto the sense of i'm a member of a group and that's really important mm-hmm. and my group if i feel like my group is losing ground or under attack or anything like that i have to fight yeah and it's a group that they're arbitrarily in Nobody chooses the race into which they are born. Right. And yet here they are uh, just needing for that group to be important. Well, and I think, though, just broadly speaking, and not to draw any comparisons, but groups in general do suffer from this kind of thinking. This is where I'm going. I feel like this happens in religions, too. You do. Some people choose their religions, but often you're born into your religion as well i think it's a lot of like indoctrinated into it because you yes you were i was born white i'm not a racist right right? you're like you're you are getting into a white racist racist group right yeah you are choosing to opt into that yes absolutely right and and i'm sure that the same sensations and thoughts and everything that anybody has when they're joining a group they're changing their life they there's a they're they're excited about it and yeah. they the, i i finally just saw this what's wrong with everybody else and they can't see that eating meat is wrong right right to take it to this group over here mm. which is a good group right i guess vegetarians sure fine right that they're not out killing people 
Right. Right. I'm not trying to draw a comparison, but if you're a new vegetarian, you're super stoked about it. Right. If you're a new, just like if you're a new racist, you're going to be super stoked about it. Well, that's interesting. Right. I think that, yes, I think that there may be something to that. There's excitement and you think that what I'm part of a movement and soon everybody's going to be thinking like me and, and, and right. Well, maybe. And I mean, I think they know, think we did. I did read that quote to you. Uh, let me find it. There's a quote from one of the one of the attendees at this uh, at this rally who said, um, "And I suppose there's probably a lot of ve- there might be some vegetarian white supremacists. Too, so <laughs> there might be some crossover there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not comparing <laughs> vegetarians with white supremacists. Ugh. But the two groups are not." necessarily mutually exclusive no they're not no absolutely not uh maybe they're trying to purify the white race by not infecting it with beef <laughs> uh i can't find the quote anyway uh but it basically said that that they saw this as a uh as, as a what's the term as a civil rights issue civil rights they say issue. basically said that they saw this as a civil rights issue i see it as a uh, movement they see it as a growing movement. Well, what they, yeah. Their numbers, their, their people are coming out of the woodwork. They're joining forces in ways that they've never done before. And they're feeling emboldened, especially because we have this dingbat president who, who won't fucking denounce them. Right. Exactly. Here's where I was, here's the line that I was drawing maybe. Uh, and that is that when people feel under attack, Mm-hmm. When they're able to feel to say, I'm part of this group and this group is in trouble and I need to defend us, mm-hmm. it gives them purpose. Mm. It gives them a mission. Mm-hmm. It gives them a sense of meaning in their lives. And I think that religion does that. Mm-hmm. Like religion basically, like you, you think of the number of Christians that we've heard say, Christianity's under attack, mm-hmm. you know, Christianity's blah, 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 you know, we're the minority, we're the, we're the, uh, we're, you know, and it's obviously nonsense, you know, 80% of the, con- of this country is Christian, and yet they're, they're the ones who are saying we're the ones that are under attack, we're the ones that are in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mormonism loves its, uh, oh, its Jesus status as, Christ. uh, martyrs on the cross. Oh my God. They persecuted. They group. are the yeah. persecutedest group in the world. Yeah. I mean, there's even a Broadway show about them, for God's sake, <laughs> making fun of them. Did you see? By the way, b- the Book of Mormon, uh, the the musical, just came through town. Yeah, and there was uh, somebody wrote a letter to the editor, calling it the Mormon Kristallnacht. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't think that that was a wow an apt comparison. No. No, I don't think satire counts. I don't think you can compare satire, mean satire though it may be, <laughs> to the beginning of a holocaust. Uh, I don't think I don't think that those are exactly equivalent. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, D- Dan, but, there's another thing. Uh, are you finished with your? Sure. Thought? Well, go on. No, there's just another thing that was sort of on my mind, and it, it's, you know, I think about atheism, mm. and I think about. You know, the fact that sort of the, the brand of atheism that you and I are products of mm. really, is sort of uh, the, the the fact that this new atheist movement that's happening in the United States and elsewhere in, in the world right now is coming out of sort of a tradition of Western liberalism. 
Yeah. Right? And so... I think largely, I think that's a you know, safe thing I, to say. I don't think that everybody who's an atheist is coming out of liberalism. No. But we definitely did and are, you know, part of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which means we're also already primed for inclusiveness and basic humanist concepts. Right. right. Um, the idea... Which you could the idea of, accuse me of being a little bit of a humanist. The times. idea uh, that all people... Are, yeah. are have the same rights and deserve the exactly. same uh, yeah we're we're, we're against sexism racism homophobia right um classist systems so forth and so on right? right like all of this all that kind of stuff so our our atheism sort of exists in that world and i don't know that enough of us have maybe processed that that's not the only way that you can be an atheist. Right. right? And that maybe we need to be a little bit watchful Hmm. of racism and sexism and so forth and so on within our own ranks. It's important. Uh, I think, I think you're, you've, you've really hit the nail on the head. There is, we are not as a group immune to, uh, to these foibles to these problems. Uh, There are plenty of sexists and plenty of racists in our ranks. Uh, So we need to be, we need to make sure we're shouting that down. Yeah. We need to make sure that they, that, 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 that we as a group understand that acceptance of all human beings is primary. Yes. Uh, It is, it is absolutely what, what we need to be about. And, uh, any, I've, you know, and I, I've, I've actually talked to people who were racist who have uh, self-examined and, mm. and, and gotten through it. Oh, yeah. And accepted uh, all people as equals. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, I feel like we, can, we can encourage that behavior rather than just leaving it at shaming bad thought and bad behavior. Right. There's also... I mean, we as a if if there is a group on this earth that is, that 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 could be qualified to encourage careful thought and introspection, yeah. surely it is ours because hope. our group is full of people. It's not exclusively this, but full of people who were indoctrinated into belief systems, right. various belief systems. And had to genuinely go into themselves and examine them uh-huh. and say and ask themselves the hard questions about those beliefs. Right. I think that is that that may be our calling as a group is yeah. to go out into the world and find people who have backward beliefs, who have belief systems that are that are, are detrimental to humanity. Right. And say, you know what? Maybe now is a time for for uh deeper thought yeah. and for and for more strict self uh, uh confrontation we need we need the atheist missionaries yeah go door to door we and you know what the atheist missionaries can say i don't care if you become an atheist at the end of our discussion right but i do care if you leave our discussions not self-examining right cuz all we need to do is ask people cuz honestly i'm really okay with believers who who are who are honest with themselves hmm. like you know mm-hmm. i i i don't have all the answers well believers who are honest with themselves may or may not 
think them themselves out of the thing right you know some many of them some, do some stay that's some, what happened to oh, us right but some of them stay right. and as long as they're being honest and as long as they're right. accepting and loving of humanity i'm fine with it yeah uh but that should be our goal our goal should not be to to make more atheists it should just be to encourage humanity mm -hmm. in humans mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a t-shirt right there encourage humanity in humans i like it wow all right that's 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 a Dan Beecher original right there. I'm all right. I'm calling it. <laughs> Sounds did, did good. I, did I ruin it by calling it out like that? Does, yeah, does that little, does that ruin it? Yeah, it sullied it. You turned it into a financial opportunity. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you guys, when you wear the T-shirt, just don't tell them about how I acted when I came up with it, and then we'll all be okay. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, if you have anything to to uh, add to our conversation, and about I think you might racism in America. Yeah, and... there's there's a lot to be said about <sighs> this stuff. Maybe maybe there are some some psychologists out there who can give us more insight onto why why these twenty something year old men are all so freaked out about their race. It's the haircut. It's the haircut. It's not good for you. Grow your hair out, ladies and <laughs> fellas. It wasn't good for the hipsters. <laughs> it's, it's not good for the. We're also not just as a just as a public service. We're not doing the long beards anymore. You can trim those back. It's okay. <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. Anyway, if you have something you'd like to say to us, please feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, we love to hear your voice. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and see what Mackenzie's up to. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Speaking of which, uh, thank you, Mackenzie, for all of your hard work. And also thank you to... Uh, to Danny and to Sarah and Amy for all of their hard work moderating the Members Only Lounge. That's uh, awful sweet of them. And thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah, and thanks to you, dear listener, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye! Bye!